We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darlings, my sweethearts, my soul siblings. Thank you so much for allowing me and Empower Radio to be a part of your day today. We are so incredibly honored. So do you know what the Akashic Records are? Have you heard of them? Well, if you don't know, you're going to find out a little bit about them. And if you do know, you're going to know even more soon. The Akashic Records are referred to in every spiritual tome written throughout history. It is a compendium of all human events that have occurred in the past, present, and future. Your personal Akashic records contain all information about your soul's journey, as well as all of your thoughts, feelings, actions, and deeds from every lifetime. Being able to access these records can help us heal our hurts, bring clarity to confusion, and support us in more fully understanding our place and purpose in this world. Today, we're very blessed to be spending time with an advanced Akashic Records practitioner and whom I actually had an incredible reading with very recently. We are here with Mary Medeiros. Mary is an Emmy Award-winning television director who represents the best in class for CBS, ABC, and NBC in news, sports, talk shows, and daytime drama. And though Mary loved her career in television production and directing, she felt something was missing. Through a psychic reading and then later a book that synchronistically made its way into her world, she was introduced to the Akashic Records. One thing led to another as she followed the breadcrumbs life laid out for her. And today she's a certified advanced Akashic Records practitioner. Mary says we can, can we can transform our everyday confusions and concerns into the powerful rediscovery of our soul's destiny. Mary is constantly amazed at what happens for herself and others when we together bring our perceived pains and blockages to the records and how through dialoguing with the divine keepers of our Akashic records, we can come away more clear, more expanded, and joyfully realigned with our soul's chosen destiny. So Mary, thank you so much for saying yes to this conversation today. I'm so happy to be with you. I am too. And thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, I- I appreciate it. I really do. And I always appreciate not, and the opportunity to uh, share what I've been learning and what I learn every day working in the records. Yes. Um, they're powerful. To, it's a powerful tool. Definitely. It really is. So I talked a little bit about what they are. Is there anything I missed or do you want to expand on what the records are from your perspective? Um, you covered it very well. Um, the only thing that I will, maybe it's a reiteration, I'm not sure, but we'll say is that it is, uh, if we imagine that our, first of all, we're, the premise here is that our souls incarnate or reincarnate lifetime after lifetime, and we make the choice to come in as a soul in a certain lifetime, and we choose um, a lot of stuff in that lifetime. We choose to come here and do things, and that's our soul's journey. And in the etheric divine realm of the records exists um, the imprint of every soul's journey. And that imprint contains all the information about that particular soul, the actions, um, everything in our lifetime, who we were, what we did, how we lived from lifetime to lifetime. 
And so what we get to do by accessing that realm is we get to fine tune our lives in the present moment um, by sort of gleaning information from our own records that helps us remember who we are and what we've chosen to come and do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, I had a reading with you and I just found it, well, first of all, it was just a lot of fun. And there were certain things that you'd said that I knew. And there were certain things that I was like, hmm, well, that's interesting. Kind of expanded my um, horizons a little bit, if you will. Um, so I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. So um, I want to give you the opportunity to let uh, people know how they can get a hold of you. I don't know if you want to do that quickly and then we can do it later as well. Sure. Um, okay. My website is um, spirittherapybymary.com. And uh, my uh, email is a divine realm at gmail.com. Perfect. And, and we'll mention that again. If somebody doesn't have a pen or whatever, we'll go back and hit that again. So I want to know, because you were, you were, and you are very successful in the industry of television and such. So how do you go from an, uh, being an Emmy award winning network television professional to doing something? So it seems radically different with the Akashic readings. Well, great question. Um, and it, my journey is actually um, the journey from one blending into the other. They integrated actually is one that can really help a lot of people in their own lives because we think we have a journey that is, oh, we were that over there for 10 years and now we're over here and we separate them out. And so I'm sort of a living example of you don't separate them out. So what do I mean by that? When I was, um, before I got into television, Um, I was always feeling connected to source, you know, when I grew up, I grew up, um, going to church and because it was what my family did and, and I, and so, but I always felt the presence. I always knew actually that there was this greater source that made this beautiful planet vibrate and I knew it really young. And so then I kind of dove into life as we all do and had my experiences. And during my experiences, I was always very attracted to storytelling. And my imagination um, was part of that. And so I, you know, wound up, you know, I felt very compelled and drawn to the entertainment industry and storytelling and worked my way up through the ranks to eventually become a director and working. And I worked with actors. um, So I was mostly working on uh, fictional stuff. And, and, um, and that engaged my imagination, but it was always for me, a combination of my, um, experience with divine that I didn't, I wasn't calling it that then I always brought to my work, this sense of love, this sense of helping. Then it was actors reach their highest potential. Um, which is really what happens in the records. And so during that time, because I was working in a system that is, as you know, it it can be really challenging. Mm -hmm. The entertainment industry is a very challenging industry. And because of that, I I refer to that time period for me as working in the trenches. I really learned. I worked with, I mean, I had bullies. I I had a lot of bully bosses. And I used to wonder why, why, why. Well, it was part of my experience Mm -hmm. because now I can recognize certain things in my work now that I would not have recognized had I not gone through those experiences. So 
what um, what I was feeling during that time, as time went on, it, working in the industry, I was feeling um, a little like something was, well, I explained it as my soul was feeling depleted. Mm-hmm. And that is simply because the systems that I was working in are pretty money driven and or and certainly were when I was working for them. And they may to some degree still be that way. And um, and I really cared about people. And yes. so it it was a natural flow for me to move into now really being able to share my love of people and humanity mm-hmm. in a greater, more expansive way. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is after I began working in the records and backed away from, I'll say, that system of entertainment or the way that I was in it, then what started to happen is my imagination started to breathe. This, it's almost like a new life was breathed into myself mm-hmm. by working in my own records. And and out of that now has come, you know, new births. I'm, I've written a, a, a youth series uh, that I'm in the process of pitching right now. And it, it will be transformational for young people. And it's a sci-fi. So it's exciting. And it has all the things that kids like. Um, that would not have happened if I had just stayed in the industry and not done this work in the records. There's right. something about when we can visit and open our own Akashic records, or in my case, I open others, that when we dialogue with that divine aspect of ourselves, which is what we're doing when we open our records, we, um, this, it's almost like this amazing expansive experience that we, I mean, a hundred percent of the time we all, we all get to have. And that experience is a reflection of who we are, that aspect of ourselves that may have become buried in systems or in perceptions on our planet, maybe ego, you know, conscious states. And, uh, we get to sort of, um, it, that all dissipates when we're in the records and we see who we truly are. And I don't know if you experienced that when we opened your records, if you felt you were experiencing that aspect of yourself sort of shining right back at you. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. So yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It's very cool. It's, it's, um, it, it was really like, it, it provides clarity to me. It feels like alignment it feels like kind of coming home mm-hmm. uh, to myself. And I, I live from that state most of the time. But it was even more expanded. So can you share a little, Mary, about if somebody was to come with come to you for a reading, what, what is that like? I mean, I know, but I want you to share with people what it's like if they want to connect with you and, and uh, have you open their records. What can they expect? Sure. Um, generally, people gravitate to the records. That's been my experience so far, and I've been working twelve back at least twelve years in this field. Um, <clears throat> I don't go seeking people or whatever; they just come. They find the records like I did. It's very interesting to me, and <clears throat> I think what happens is when people come to a reading, most people don't know what to expect. They don't. They just know that they're being drawn to it, and I think that's the way of divine. It's just my sense of of how that works. What generally happens is, you know. You, people come for clarity. They come because they feel stuck. They're not sure if they're on their right path. Some people are just tired of bumping into walls. They're unhappy. There's so many reasons people come to the records. What happens is when we open up the person's records um, through a prayer, I use a, a sacred prayer to open up 
with the permission of the person, their records, the divine keepers of their own records show up. There are light energies and they are sort of, it's an entourage that is there. And that entourage, as we, as I speak with the person about what their concerns are, what their confusions are, what they want clarity on, as they speak their truth, the divine, those divine energies formulate thoughts and words and phrases and sometimes past life um, information through me. And they use my personality, they use my imagination, they use my way of speaking to, I think, bring a comfort level to the conversation as it's happening with the client, with my client. And so what happens is we're just talking, but yes. something else something else is happening. Yes. And as that person speaks more to their own truth, more of who they are and what they're here to do, or what maybe has happened in their lives that has informed what they're doing now, it just shows up. It starts to show up. Sometimes it's words, phrases. And these big ahas happen where a person will just all of a sudden say, oh my gosh, I never thought of that that way. Mm -hmm. And then they shift. This shift starts happening. What they're shifting to is the greater part of themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's always the experience. And so... Um, it's fun. It's very easy. It's just simply dialoguing. Yes. I like to call it spirit therapy, which was what my master teachers and loved ones who are the sort of entourage that show up in everyone's readings. That's what they imparted to me when they were speaking with me about my work in this area. And it was spirit therapy. It feels like spirit therapy, but there's nothing we have to do except just bring ourselves to acknowledging that we are tapping into this divine part of us during a session and that's really all we have to do mm. and and then just this amazing amazing revelations happen affirmations we rediscover who we are we rediscover why we came here and 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 as we do that then the things we've been doing that we think don't make sense all of a sudden begin to fall into place and they begin to make sense it's pretty cool well i can uh I can uh, I can concur, I can agree, and I can yeah raise my hand to that and do a little cheer for that because that was my experience of it. Wonderful. And and uh, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. If if you want to feel good and if you want some clarity, Mary is your girl. Thank you. <laughs> so Mary, um, absolutely. So would you say an akashic reading is like a psychic reading, or is it something different? Well, that's a great question. Um, so people often expect that it will be like a psychic reading. Mm -hmm. It's not at all. Because psychic readings, which are real and valid, they are a more like fine-tuned, specific conversation with somebody who's pretty much passed on the other side or a guide. Um, and it's very specific. It's a back and forth individual dialogue through the channel or, or the medium. This is a... Um, this is like entering into this massive, juicy, loving field, and it's um, it's it's expansive. It's part of all that is. Mm -hmm. um, it is filled with love. It is all love, and it's not a specific dialogue with a specific guide or being. It's mm -hmm. actually a dialogue with 
the divine, the greater part of ourselves that is all love that has chosen to be here on this magnificent planet at this time. We get to talk with that aspect of ourselves. The way that it shows up is differently than a psychic reading is with a psychic reading, the channeler is sort of saying they're saying, well, let's see, it's more direct or not an overview. This mm -hmm. is more like you're talking to an aspect of yourself. So the, the client themselves is actually, you know, they will say to me, wow, you're really good. Well, and I always say to them when I'm in their records, well, it's not me. This is actually you. And you're receiving information about you by committing to this um, sort of dialogue. Mm -hmm. And so um, so you get to you get to receive like these giant overviews about who you are on the deepest level. Mm. It's expansive. It's greater. It's bigger than a psychic reading. Yes. Um, yeah. It's something like that. You know, it's kind of hard to talk about this because we're talking about an ethereal realm, talking uh -huh. about a divine realm, talking yes. about godness. And we're talking about, you know, at the center of it all and what it's all about is love. Always. Always. It is always about love. And I know you speak to that and you yeah. live that. Yeah. And I appreciate that about you. It is really that. That's the all that isness uh, that there is. Um, sometimes people think the records, is, you know, are this like, wow, it's this ooga booga big thing out there. And how do I get to it? Well, it, it's actually it's it's who we are every moment of our time on this planet. It's just that everything we do is being recorded in this Akashic realm, which is kind of cool because then we can just open our records and we can speak to it and receive information that can clarify things about, you know, what we've already chosen and that maybe we've forgotten. Um, and, yeah, and, go ahead. And you can go into different areas. I mean, we didn't with my particular reading, but I, I would imagine, and you can tell me if this is accurate or not, we can go into different areas. If you have questions or confusion about um, struggles or, you know, lack of prosperity or relationships or, you know, what what areas can you go into if people um, uh, want to discuss certain things? What do you find coming up as like patterns or themes? Um, well, a common theme is, the, as I mentioned earlier, is just feeling stuck in, mm -hmm. in people in their lives. They're not making money, they're not happy, they're not feeling joy, um, maybe they're in, and all of these topics come up. I mean, if they're feeling stuck, uh, well, a very common thing that happens is we learn about subconscious patterns that have developed when we were either in this lifetime or it could be another lifetime, mm -hmm. and it may be running the show a little bit. And when we look at that, instead of stomping it out, we get to sort of, I like to use the words mine, we mine those experiences for um, the opportunities that they are offering because every every event in our lives is actually embedded in a choice we've made as a soul to come here. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people have a hard time, hard time with that one because then, you know, the person who's been, let's say, sexually abused when they were a child can say, well, don't tell me I chose that. Well, right. the soul didn't choose that, but the, cho the soul may have chosen an experience that would inform greatly their role later in their life, in their lives uh, that would have, have to do with that topic or um, they would experience love on a new level because of that. Um, so all topics come up and they come, there's, you know, common ones are, yes, feeling stuck. A lot of, a lot too are, you know, money, 
the perception, which is a perception, and the records show us this all the time, that money actually, it's a hard one for people to hear that doesn't exist, but it's an energy. It was created by humankind, and it's an energy, and it kind of tricks us a little bit. It can. Um, it can. It can trick us. It's kind of wrapped up in ego conscious. Um, but certainly money, opportunities, people feeling a lack of opportunity, um, someone that is not quite sure why they keep manifesting, unloving relationships. And I have to say, like 100% of the time we get to the bottom of it. The divine comes in and through the dialoguing, we come to find and sort of zero in on something. It can be a past life. Sometimes it can be the energy of a past life. That is, and, and, and it can almost be haunting a person. And what's interesting about when we work on something like that in the records, the, when, we, when the person discovers, oh my gosh, so I was a whatever in another life and I maybe murdered someone or I was murdered or... I mean, those are drastic ones, but sometimes people will discover a past life and the energy of that, since energy does not die, comes into this lifetime. And when we look at our childhood, sometimes we'll go, well, I don't know why I'm having this because it wasn't in my childhood. However, right. if we find it in a past life, then we go, oh my gosh, that makes sense. Again, we can look at it and we can mine that energy in that past life and bring it forward and sort of... Um, see where that presents an opportunity and then it transmutes into power. Yes. I love yes. that. It does. It transmutes because I believe we come in with particular karma or contracts or yes. curriculum that we can't remember when we incarnate on this side of the veil. And I think that's something that you can, that you do. That's part of your gift. That's so helpful. It's like you can get onto the other side of the veil and um, lend and provide some clarity. And, and just in my personal experience with you, you supported me in maybe claiming some new affirmations, coming up with some new visualizations for me to focus on when I meditate. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but it feels like I'm on the right path and heading the right direction. So I'm excited to see what happens next. That's great. And see, the, the thing is, it's if it feel not, I shouldn't say if when it feels good, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have a hard time with that, don't we, on this planet right now, that something can be easy and feel wonderful, and that's okay, and guess what, it means I'm on my path. Well, that kind of is how it is. A lot of yeah. times people don't want to close the records, and yeah. Um, yeah. I experience that too. Good. It yeah. feels great, because again, we're experiencing that part of ourselves, that deeper part of ourselves. So it's who yeah. we are, um, and I have to just keep reminding people that you're experiencing who you are right now. Yeah. And so how exciting is that? If you're feeling great, that's because that's who you are. And Absolutely. it doesn't go away when you close the records. <laughs> you know. Well, I say all the time, I think our pain, and you can tell me if you agree with this or not, Mary, I think our pain comes from not being aligned or congruent or um, fully uh, in relationship with our soul self. I think yes. we're in pain when we're kind of tipped over or we're, um, kind of um, just out of alignment. So I think what you do is support people in connecting with and lining up with and, and cultivating that deeper uh, relationship with our higher self or divine self. Yes. And um, another thing that I really love that you talked about was, um, you know, opening to that relationship with our 
master teachers, or I like the way you said this, our entourage. Yes. So we all have entourages, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have our friends and otherworldly um, beings that haven't incarnated as human that are really here to help us and guide us and support us. But I think we kind of have to open our mind to that possibility and our heart to that invitation and relationship. Is that accurate from your perspective? Yes, it is accurate. Basically, those masters, teachers, and loved ones that are the light energies that are, they're they're guarding our soul's commitments, our soul's journey. They're basically guarding our records. They make sure that the records stay intact, so to speak, mm-hmm. in, in the divine, in the divine realm. And so our records are always going to be there. They're always going to be okay. Um, we're actually always okay. We yes. just forget um, that we're okay. And this is just a, a reminder and it's, it's a playful reminder. Just something to that. I want to add is m- during the beginning of my work, when I was studying the Akashic records and working on healing my own wounds through my own records, um, there was this one time I opened my records. I was, uh, questioning this for myself because it was so easy. And, um, and I asked my entourage, is this my imag- is this for real or is this my imagination? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this my imagination, which was funny. And I expected that they were going to say, no, it's real. And they said, no, Mary, of course it's your imagination. Because that's this, this is a really huge aspect of who you are that we use. We use your imagination in order to help people see who they are. And so there, you know, there it zero, it goes back to when I was a child and I had an imagination and there, you know, it became a lot, it is a large part of, uh, how I work in the records. So they'll give me, literally, they'll show me images sometimes. And I don't know where they're coming from. They're coming from the Akashic realm. Um, I had tumbleweed show up for somebody a couple weeks ago. It was clogging this guy's path. And it was an image and a metaphor for what was going on in his life. It was a tumbleweed, which is something I don't ever think about. And <laughs> it, he resonated with it. And this discussion brought him to realize that you know, all, there was nothing inside the tumbleweed, really. It was just air and very light stuff. And then all he had to do was just sort of like barrel right over it and clear his path. It was a very powerful statement for this person. And he resonated with it. And it was really cool. So that's my imagination. They use that. And, um, and, and they use my, I think, you know, I grew up, I like to say, uh, you, some people in, in the healing arts, and I know you experience this, are very ascended masters can be kind of, we feel like they're out of reach to us. And we sometimes feel like, oh, they're up there, then I'm down here. Well, I'm down here with everybody. And I always have been. And I think that's why people enjoy these readings so much with me, because I'm in the same playing field with them. Yeah. I'm not sitting more accessible, mm-hmm. very accessible. And it makes people feel comfortable because of my authenticity. But that's how I've always been. I was the street kid. I, you know, grew up with a kind of street type family and brothers. And, you know, I was always banging around with people who were I never like I never was. Oh, I'm up here and you're down there. And I never put other people up on pedestals either. Yeah. Because and that's, and that's what the, mm-hmm. well, and it's what the records show us. We're all yeah. the same. We're all the yeah. same. Yeah, we're we're all special, and none of us are special because we're the same stuff. Yes. 
So, Mary, we just have a few seconds left here, if you can believe it. Fastest 26 minutes of my life. Wow. What is your website again and how can people get a hold of you? The website, my website is spirittherapybymary.com and my email is adivinerealm at gmail.com. Perfect. Well, I've enjoyed this thoroughly and I'm so grateful that you made the time for this and said yes to a second show with me next Thank week. You. There Thank you. There are more you, questions. There's more things we want to talk about and uh, more celebrating and uh, conscious conversation to have here. So yes. to my beautiful friends and listeners, I'm so honored that you took some time out of your day to hang out with Mary and myself. And it re resonates for you. I definitely suggest you getting a hold of her. I know I had great fun with her and experienced my own personal revelations and uh, got to dance in my light a little bit. And I'd like that for you as well, if it resonates for you. And if you want to be in touch with me, I'm easy to find, TammyBPhD.com. Find me on Facebook or Instagram. And um, if you have any questions, be in touch with me, TammyBPhD at gmail.com. If you have some show suggestions, questions, thoughts, concerns, I'm here to just be your cheerleader and uplifter and supporter and uh, hopefully continue on the journey of ascending with grace and ease together. Because I think that's how we heal in relationships and relatedness, like what Mary said. Okay, my sweethearts, my darlings, take good, gentle, loving care of yourself. And let's connect again very soon. God bless you. Onward and upward. <laughs>